Welcome to Jamming for Jesus uh, again this week, and this is week 32. So we've been on for 32 weeks right now, and thank you so much for joining us every other week. And right now, this week, we have uh, very specially Move Youth to join us and take over the session. So we welcome Move Youth, and without further delay, to begin, let's welcome Miss Jasmine to lead us in worship. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. All right. Awesome. Jasmine, please tell us where you're from. Um, so I'm originally from Stiawan Perak, but I'm currently working in KL. And I'm actually uh, serving for uh, Seeds Ministry as well. Yep. That's nice. So tell yeah. us a little bit about seeds. Uh, so, um, we were actually uh, we originated from like um, uh, back in twenty sixteen, where a few of us, uh, Paul, Paul is the leader of seeds. Actually, he called a few of us. Uh, originally we were supposed to, uh, what do you call that? Uh, record the theme song for PDYD three. Then later on, right. yeah, later on we we started. Uh, moving in uh, more into uh, preaching as well, not only like music ministry, but more than that as well. Yeah. Awesome. So PDYD is uh, Penang Diocese Youth Day, right? Uh, yeah. That's right. Awesome. So awesome. most of us, like most of us in seats are based in uh, Penang Diocese, though some of us are actually like working in KL right now. Yeah. Yeah, I understand because, you know, Penang Diocese is not that happening like KL is more happening, so you've got to be here, right? <sighs> <laughs> I understand, I understand. So anyway, welcome to uh, Jamming for Jesus. And we're so glad to have you right now with us. And yeah, so about MOVE. Uh, MOVE is a group of uh, youths from all over the KL Diocese that came together to start this journey of uh, building up other youths as well as leading them into faith and into Christ and into the church. So that's just a summary of what we are. So yeah, please, Jasmine, please take it off. With your okay. Thank so, you so much. yeah. So let's let's just start with the sign of the cross in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Mm. As we come into this time of worship. For those of us who are listening, who are tuning in from wherever we are, from our homes, we may be sitting on the chair, or maybe lying, lying down on the bed, 
So let us come into this time of worship. The reason why those of you are watching this is because the Lord has called you. The Lord has called you to join in this time of worship, to just give Him the glory. No. For some of us, it may have been a very, very, very hectic week. Some of us, we may not have been that busy, but there were things in our schedule. And in this pandemic, all we see, all we see is, you know, all this negative side of things, but times we just tend to overlook the positivity. Is we don't look at the positive side on things. And that's why the Lord is asking us to trust in Him. Let Him fight our battle. Just entrust all your troubles and worries to Him and let Him fight the battle for us. Let Him fight with us this battle. And as I walk 
through the shadows Your love surrounds me There's nothing to fear now There's nothing to fear now For I am safe with you So when I fight I will fight on my knees With my hands lifted high Oh God, the battle belongs to you And every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you And if you are for me Who can be against me? For Jesus, there's nothing impossible for you. And when I see other ashes, you see the beauty. When all I see is the cross, God, you see an empty tomb. So when I fight, I will fight on my knees. With my hands lifted high Oh God, the battle belongs to you And every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you And when I fight, I will fight on my knees With my hands lifted high Oh God, the battle belongs to you And every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you Almighty fortress You go before us Nothing can stand against the power of our God you shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God Almighty Fortress Almighty Fortress You go before us Nothing can stand against the power of our God You shine in the shadows You win every battle Nothing can stand against the power of our God so when I fight, I will fight on my knees With my hands lifted high Oh God, the battle belongs to you And every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you
let the Lord fight this battle for us. Wherever we are, let us let us kneel down, let us kneel down and let us praise God. Let us lift our hands up for the Lord. Sing for the Lord, sing, sing it with all our hearts and with all our souls. Because the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to Him. Let Him fight this battle for us. And for those of us who are in great fear, and when all hope seems lost, when we feel like we've hit rock bottom, let us lay all of this right now, right here, right now at the Lord's feet. Because the Lord is telling us to lay it all down for Him because He will help us fight this battle. Because no matter how great your fear is, no matter how big your problem is, no matter no matter what you feel, no matter when you feel that there's nothing that can be done anymore, you have to tell that problem, you have to tell that fear that your Lord, your Lord God Almighty is so much greater than the problems that we have. Because the Lord shines, the Lord shines and the Lord is shining right now in your life and just let Him in. Because nothing, nothing can stand. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. As we sing this chorus, let us mean it. Let us mean it. Mean every single word. And let us lay it all down. So when I fight, I will fight on my knees. With my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you And every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you And when I fight, I will fight on my knees With my hands lifted high Oh God, the battle belongs to you And every fear I lay at your feet I'll sing through the night Oh God, the battle belongs to you Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows. You win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. So when I fight, I will 
but on my knees with my hands lifted high oh god battle belongs to you and every fear i lay at your feet i'll sing through the night oh god the battle belongs to you and every fear i lay at your feet i'll sing through the night oh god the battle belongs to you and oh god the battle belongs to you and oh god the battle belongs to you yes indeed the lord the battle belongs to our lord for those of us who are tuning in right now the lord is saying to each one of us that yes you should trust in me no matter how much you search there is none other like him in this world of material things in this world of ambitions we always strive for you know all these material things that sometimes when the lord gives us we we ask for more but we don't strive for a holy ambition and what we should strive for is to be at the highest of the holy of holies and over there we should sing praises to the lord our god because no matter no matter how much these material things no matter how much this the things in the world pleases us there's nothing more that will please us more than the lord because there's none other like him there is none like you no one else could touch my heart like you do i could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you there is none like you no one else could touch my heart like you do i could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you one more time let's see there's none other like you there is none like you no 
touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. Your mercy, your mercy flows like a river wide, and healing comes from your hands. Suffering children are safe in your arms. There is none like you. There is none like you. No one else could touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. Your mercy, your mercy flows like a river wide, and healing comes from your hands. Suffering children are safe in your arms. There is none like you. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. Lord is healing some of us right now. He's healing us from past pains. He's healing us from He's healing us from suicidal thoughts. He's healing us from from the unworthiness that we feel inside of us. And he's telling us, those of us who, are fe who feels that way, that you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. The Lord says, the suffering that we are feeling right now, Fret not, fear not, because these sufferings that you are feeling right now, these sufferings will lead you closer to me. Sufferings will lead us closer to the Lord. So, I ask each of us right now, let us strive for holiness. Let us 
when we feel this suffering, when we feel this pain inside of us, when we feel this heavy burden, let us offer it up. Offer this suffering up. Because there's no suffering greater than the Lord's suffering. There's no suffering greater than Jesus' suffering on the cross when He died for us. So let us sing this one more time. Because there's no other like our Lord God. There is none like you. No one else could touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity, Lord. And find there is none like you. There is none like you. No one else could touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. Your mercy flows like a river wide And healing comes from your hands Suffering children are safe in your arms There is none like you there is none like you. No one else could touch my heart like you do. I could search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. I could search for all eternity law and find there is none like you. I could search for all eternity law and find there is none like you. Let us thank the Lord for this time of worship. And as we move to the next session, sharing of the word, may the Lord speak to us the way He wants us to respond and to listen. So let us prepare ourselves and come with expectant faith and listen to the word of the Lord.
everyone welcome back to jamming for jesus number 32 so right now today we have uh, move youth as i mentioned earlier with us to share on the word of god that is uh, on the theme of peace the advent theme of peace which is the second week of advent so we are for the day uh let's invite brother ian to host us okay so welcome to this time where we share reflect this gospel this sunday's gospel reading the saint john the baptist leads us the way to prepare the way for the lord so let us go through the gospel reading and you all share what we are inspired with from the holy spirit Jivan, I think you're muted. Sorry, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord. The beginning of the good news about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah. Look, I'm going to send my messenger before you. He will prepare your way. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord, make his path straight. And so it was that John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. All Judea and all the people of Jerusalem made their way to him. And as they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, they confessed their sins. John wore a garment of camel skin, and he lived on locusts and wild honey. In the course of his preaching, he said, someone is following me, someone who is more powerful than I am, and I'm not fit to kneel down and undo the straps of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he baptized you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Lord Jesus Christ. So I found this gospel reading pretty interesting. 
Um, especially the part when you said John the Baptist, you know, he appeared in the wilderness. And I think back in 2007, I was, uh, I was in the wilderness. I had my own wilderness. And there appeared the prophet of our time. That's what the media called him. I don't know whether you've heard of this little boy. His name is Matty Stepane. Anybody? I think he died when he was about, he died when he was about 13 years old. I first discovered him when he appeared on Oprah. And he was uh, stricken with a autoimmune disease. And he was in a wheelchair on life support. But yet, this young boy um, wrote about six bestsellers on peace and God. Yeah, um, he's actually being considered for sainthood by Vatican, by the way, guys. You should go check him out. And um, he was that voice in my wilderness at that time. And even in his discomfort, as John the Baptist was also, I think he was pretty dis in a lot of discomfort like being in the wilderness and eating locusts and honey and not ham and bacon. And um, even though this little boy, right, was in this wheelchair, he still chose this time to be this voice of truth in this broken world. And he was just all out propagating this message of peace. And I'm just asking myself, like, we who are so comfortable in our chairs and our beds, as Jasmine mentioned just now, are we also using our voices in this broken wilderness in our world today? So I think that's something I We'll probably take into this weekend, this Sunday, um, as we welcome in this second week of Advent. What about you, Ian? Any thoughts? Hmm. I think this reading has always been a uh, reading that we always encounter when we approach Christmas. So it's somewhat became very familiar. And of course, the saying familiarity with contempt hmm. also comes to play. Mm -hmm. by the character of John the Baptist, he got and preached by the river Jordan mm -hmm. and asking for people to repent. So for this Christmas, I think there is a greater call for me to transformation mm -hmm. and not to take this season lightly as an, another passing moment. So we are told to fast, to pray, to give alms. But whether this spirit carries on all throughout your life, whether it becomes part of your spirit, so if I were to lay myself bare in front of God, what would God challenge me to? Would it be something external? So I'm listening to this uh, lecture series on YouTube by Professor Jordan Peterson. So a clinical psychologist. So he talks about how Carl Jung talks about itself, where you have the unconscious and conscious self. And both these self looks at reconciling individuation so for us, St. John the Baptist is calling us to prepare the way in our hearts, discover our true self within. Don't let the ego, the external, the conscious self take over. So like what Jasmine shared in her worship session, don't let the material be the focus, but let Jesus be the focus. And the reading that we heard clearly says that John the Baptist's goal was always to prepare the way for Jesus and of course, John the Baptist will be in prison after this. And he sent out messengers to speak to Jesus, whether he's the one. And when John the Baptist got back the news, he was so delighted, so happy. So although he is physically in prison, 
but he is set free. His heart is already achieved the oneness that God desires to. So I think for us, are we challenged to go that distance to be like St. John the Baptist, shedding away all material, away from self, and being that person that God wants. So it's really oneness with self and with God. And through Jesus, we can find our true identity. Yeah. So what do you think, Paul? Yeah, bro, I definitely agree with you. And in fact, I just want to pick up from where you left off. Um, you seconded what Jasmine said, don't focus on material things. Uh, don't put the focus on material things. And for me, when I was looking at this gospel passage, I think the crux of the message for me is that uh, don't focus on yourself. So in addition to don't focus on material things, I think the Lord is asking me and all of us not to focus on ourselves, uh, to stop navel-gazing, so to speak. And um, on that note, the words that really spoke to me was this. Um, someone is following me, someone who is more powerful than I am, and I am not fit to kneel down and even undo the strap of his handles. I have baptized you with water, but you have baptized you with the Holy Spirit. But John the Baptist was so um, in line with this reality, so deeply convicted that he is just preparing the way. And after him, Jesus is going to come and Jesus is going to do even more greater things. So I think the call for all of us in ministry and even the call for all of us as Catholics, be it in discipleship, whether we are di um, discipling other Christian Catholics or whether we are evangelizing explicitly to non-Catholics and Christians, I think we have to uh, always keep in mind that we will not be the middleman all the time. We are meant to invite them into an encounter with Jesus. And when the time comes, we take ourselves out of the equation. When the time comes, we have to step out, step out of the way, take ourselves out of the equation. Up till that point, we are preparing the equation. We are seeing the details. We are doing the maths. But when the time comes where the person has finally opened his eyes to see Jesus in that first encounter or in the second and deeper encounter, the call is for us, the middleman, the evangelizer, the one who is doing the discipleship or guiding in the discipleship to just step out of the equation and let Jesus and this person have their time. Because ultimately, we are just the messenger and uh, someone far greater than me is coming and that is Jesus. And uh, that's just be my conviction from this Bible passage. Uh, take yourselves out of the equation. So, um, Alex, what do you think? <laughs> All right, for me, uh, this this prepare the way. I, I love 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 this message all the time. I wait for this uh, every Christmas, you know. Even the song "Prepare the Way" is an awesome song. I love and uh, prepare the way for the Lord. Make His part straight. Like, wow, like wow, His part cannot be clear. No? His part of God to be straight. Like like seriously straight. Like I mean, like where can you find a this that's straight? Like, you know what I mean? So like, uh, so what I was saying is, uh, basically, are you going to prepare? I mean, are we preparing enough to actually welcome Jesus? Is our hearts, is our hearts that clean, that uh, focused on, on, uh, on God or Jesus per se? I mean, like, we really, really preparing ourselves for Christ coming. Uh, I think we've got to think of that and, you know, like, and, and I mean, this is a Sunday, especially when you hear the gospel at Mass. So, I mean, I hope you guys 
yeah, something to think about and and reflect on and change while we still can in the middle of Advent. So, yeah. Jasmine, what, what do you think? Hi. Um, so, what stood out in this gospel reading was um, the last verse. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So, when Jesus came, Jesus uh, was born and all, we when when we all of us were baptized, I mean all of us are baptized, right? We were baptized with uh in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And it you know it brings me back to um the very core of it, like you know, like when we're doing our normal and when we are in our daily lives, right? How responsive are we to the Lord? Yes, um the right now we're in the middle of Advent, yes, we are preparing, we are setting up the Christmas tree, we are putting up the nativity of Jesus and the three wise men, setting up all this in our in our house. But how responsive are we to the Lord? How responsive are we to the Spirit? Like right now, the Spirit is actually moving in us. The Spirit is actually telling us something. But are we responding it? Are we responding to it, or are we just ignoring it? And sometimes, um. Sometimes, you know, there's this gut feeling inside of us that we may think that it's actually a right thing, but it's actually the Holy Spirit talking to us and like giving us a sign. But, you know, how 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 quick are you to respond? Are you quick to respond to it or are you just going to, you know, shrug it aside? So, I feel that, you know, in this time of Advent, as we, as we prepare the way for the birth of Jesus, let us be responsive to Him. Let us be responsive to the Spirit. Let us just be responsive and respond in the right way. Yeah. That's all for me. So, um, Jivan, what's yep. your takeaway? Okay. Uh, so, anyway, I love all your sharing, guys. I think it's so inspiring to hear these different thoughts. Um, actually echo is what i would like to share as well um i was reflecting about this uh since ian sent me the reading today morning and uh i was just going through some video clips and trying to understand what this really means you know i mean christmas is uh like a yearly thing right but um this reading actually uh when i when i checked it out had a very deeper meaning for me because uh uh i uh i, re I realized that um that uh, we have not seen God in the history of mankind in the Old Testament. God never showed himself. Uh, God only spoke to different people. Uh, Moses through the burning bush, um, the Israelites by the pillar of fire, Isaiah in an angel form. But, you know, no one was actually able to see God, touch God, let alone, you know, have a face-to-face -face conversation with God, you know. But, you know, it's God is simply because God is so great, God is so pure, and we are blemished, we are full of sin. It's as simple as that because God, you know, it's like, you know, this uh, Indiana Jones, you know, this guy goes and drinks the cup, and then when he drinks the wrong cup, he just, he just dies, you know, just like that. So that's what probably will happen if you see God, you know, that's it, it's gone, you know, you know, you know, so... But, you know, so God said, like, hey, look, I'm going to give you guys a chance and I'm going to send somebody 
yeah, I'm going to send you my son. And, you know, that is the closest encounter to Christ and God that we're going to ever get. And, uh, you know, knowing that God was born, uh, the whole journey of him from the time he was born to the time he grew up, you know, with Joseph, you know, and then the time of his preaching and all that. The people there, the people on earth, the people who lived, you know, during the time they had this personal encounter with that great God we could not even see, you know, suddenly God is just right in front of you. You could just sit and stand there and just have a conversation with God. You know. That is as real as it ever gets, you know. You cannot ask for more. It was so simple. It was so simple. God did not come and teach us something so heavenly, you know, something that's so mystical that I, I probably couldn't understand. He just spoke to us in simple parables. And that was only possible when God became man, you know. And it was so important that the people of that time understood that this greatness was going to happen to the world. And, you know, it was so important that, you know, Elizabeth, who could not even give birth, gave birth to this one guy you know, who they would have thought would have been the promise for the entire future. And suddenly this guy turns out to be sole reason to just prepare the world, prepare the world for God's coming. He didn't do anything else. You know, I didn't know about John Baptist. The only thing I know about John the Baptist is that his work was just to prepare. He just goes into the little Jordan, repent and forgive. That's all, you know, he, his work was that. It was so important for a preparation to take place at the time for the world to understand the greatness that is going to come into the world. You know, and that is what I feel, you know, like, for example, uh, Paul was saying, uh, you know, it's, I, I'm not even fit to undo the straps of his sandals. John the Baptist realized the greatness that was coming to this world, you know, at that point of time. And uh, he goes on, like Ian says, uh, saying that, you know, he was, he was happy to know that Christ was the promised one and he was among us, you know, and it is, it's such a beautiful thing to know that uh, Christ is is so real and it's, it, it is not, it's not complicated for us to understand. It's as simple as living our daily lives. He understood what we need because he came into this world and lived among us. He saw our struggles. He spoke of real things that were happening at that time, you know. And that is so beautiful to know that God, in that greatness that we could not even see and touch or under here, is suddenly among us and walks among us, walked among us and still with us, you know, manual God is with us. So yeah, that is what I wanted to share about uh, this reading for today. It's, it's immensely changing my life, this particular reading for today, for this Christmas for me, yeah. Guys, yep. I got a question so, to ask. Yeah, just one. Uh, what if you were around when John the Baptist was actually telling you guys this? What would y'all be believing him, or would y'all think like, "Who's this psycho man?" Like, come on. <laughs> what What do you guys think? Yeah. So, I like leading leading from your question. There's this point I want to share. So Jesus came, so God with us. So if John the Baptist were to be there, I'll be very happy because he's brought the answer to all my dreams. That means I can finally see God face to face and he say, God is coming. What are you going to do about it? Because previously, if Jesus did not come, we will not be able to talk to God, to see God, to touch him, for him to heal us. But Jesus is able to do that because that is God's plan. 
So it's super, super exciting. I mean, to repent is basically you deciding that you want God in your life. And Jesus came to give you that way. Or not, there'll be no other way. Yeah. So it's really, I think I will hug John the Baptist and say, thank you. Yeah. Where's Jesus? Let's go to jail together. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think for me, I think there won't be 12 apostles. There'll be 13 apostles. Like You'll be praying to St. Jeevan, I think. Uh, one of them, I guess, hopefully. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Paul, I think you're muted. I mean, we can't hear you, Paul. My bad. Yeah. So um, for me, I would think at first glance, he's probably crazy or cuckoo already. But if I actually sit on it and think about it, I'd be like, oh, this guy is crazy. But I feel he has something that I don't and I want that something. And if in that process, I become crazy like him, so be it. Let's get crazy for Jesus. <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, man. I think for me, I would yeah, be yeah. sorry. Yes, um, yes, I think God was silent for about four hundred years before Jesus came into the world, right? No prophets, nothing. It was like no news from God, no prophets, nothing. And then suddenly, this mad fella by the lake. Yeah, I also would be a bit skeptical. Uh, eating locusts, baju, also one kind of funky. I would sit down and watch la for a little bit until I'm totally convinced la. I think that's I think that would be me la. <laughs> I think for me, for me, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, okay, let me since uh, you, what you're saying is that the law is coming. I'm gonna like you know watch and see like you know see how far this goes because you know humans right we are very skeptical. We want to see with our own eyes right. If we don't see, we don't believe it. So I think I'll like back then I'll be like, okay, let me see how real is this? And if it's like, you know, like really real, then okay, okay, let's be crazy together. And like, okay, if Jesus re is really coming, then okay, I'm gonna like hug him. And when I see Jesus, I'm gonna hug Jesus as well. Yeah. From from for me, I think I come from Glenn. So like, you know, we've got a lot of this kind of people here we've been around. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll be like, but are you sure or not? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but, <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think eventually, eventually, definitely, uh, yeah, there'll be change of hearts, definitely. Yep. So, so yeah, thank, thanks guys, thanks for the sharing today. It's wonderful. Uh, we'd like to close up the session with another round of uh, praise by Jasmine. Uh, She's been doing great actually. So yeah, please, Jasmine, please take it off. Okay. So being still. Let's let's rest in the Lord. As we go to bed tonight, let us rest in the Lord. Because He has called us out. He's called us out in the storm. He's called us out through the wilderness. He'll bring us through the wilderness. So, you know, 
let us remain faithful to the Lord because He's just as faithful to us. You called me out upon the waters, great unknown, my feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, the ocean sea, my faith will stand. I will call upon your name, keep my eyes above the waves, when oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours, and you are mine. Your grace abounds in deepest waters, the sovereign hand be my guide with feet they fill and fill surrounds me never fail and you won't stand now I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves when oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours, and you are mine. Oh. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders, let me walk upon the waters wherever you will call me take me deeper than my faith could ever wander and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my savior spirit lead me where my trust is without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you will call me Take me deeper than my faith could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander And my faith will be made stronger In the presence of my Savior I will call upon your name And keep my eyes above the waves when oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours, you are mine. I will 
keep my eyes above the waves When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace For I am yours, you are mine Lord. I am yours and you are mine, Lord. And then all of us who are watching right now, those of us who are singing praises to you right now, Lord, you're definitely going to have a good night's sleep, Lord. Because when you walk on the water, Lord, let us walk with you, Lord. We're gonna put our fears aside and walk towards you. And Lord, wherever you call us, let us go. We will go, Lord. Because we know in your kingdom there are far greater things, Lord. There are far better things, Lord, in your kingdom. So Lord, we will keep our eyes, we will keep watch, we will stay awake, Lord, and wait for you, Lord. So that in the end, we will rest in you, Lord. I will call upon your name And keep my eyes above the waves when oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. For I am yours, and you are mine. I am yours, and you are mine. Say a prayer, like a closing prayer before we leave. We ask, we thank the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for the past week leading up to today. Let's thank the Lord for just being there, for holding His hand out towards us, for just being present in whatever we do. So, we, as we go to bed tonight, let us, let us just rest. Let us rest in the Lord. Let us give the Lord our entire heart and soul as we 
lay our heads and just feel that peace, feel that joy within us. And we ask Mother Mary to intercede for us. We ask her to intercede for us and bring us closer to her son, Jesus. As we see, as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, will be thou, and Amen. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us today. Uh, it's a bit wonderful. Uh, it's our 32nd session of Jamming for Jesus, and this time in collaboration with Move Youth. Um, so, Jamming for Jesus is part of uh, Catholics at Home podcast, uh, who's also in collaboration with the Catholic Research Center of the KLH Diocese. And if you would like to be part of Jamming for Jesus, do drop us a line at the comments below or no, just messages on our Facebook page or any of our social medias. And yeah, we're looking forward to having you guys on Tabbing uh, for Jesus, especially in the coming weeks. So today is the Advent special, uh, Advent Praise and Worship special. And we're going to have this Advent Praise and Worship specials the next two weeks uh, for the teams of joy next week and then love so and also we are, we can't wait to to show you or to bring forward our our christmas special uh, which is coming soon on the 19th uh, and yeah so stay tuned for that we've got our virtual choir thing happening and we're putting all the videos together everything's been coming in so it's going great guys so do stay tuned and Keep watch of our social medias and for updates as well. So thank you guys. Thank you so much for being part of us today and every other week. So see you guys soon. Take care. God bless. Good night.